Hello, everyone, and welcome to MuseCast, the podcast for musers. I'm your host, Anais Lucia. And no, in case anyone's thinking, um, I'm not, I don't have the Muse Exeter Cavern gig <laughs> that I'm going to play for you guys. I don't have that um, access, but we're going to talk about it because hello, like what? Muse played a secret show. Yes. So that happened recently on April 7th, uh, 2022. In case you didn't know, uh, they played it in Devon. And so, yeah, it's a live episode of Musecast. I've been doing more live episodes just because I don't have a lot of time to be editing just because I'm very busy. Um, So, yeah, we're going to talk about it, share some pictures. And I also reached out to a few fans who were there and I asked them some questions about it. So I'm going to share their answers. Um, So, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Before uh, I get into the questions i asked the fans uh i just want to show you guys some pictures in case um you guys haven't seen them um but yeah let me take this part this thing off um but here are some pictures this is one of the uh, fans that i'm going to talk to um this is uh, ben higgins 73 on instagram um still buzzing after an unforgettable night seeing muse at exeter cavern that's so freaking awesome and you know that's that's where it all started for Muse. So it's really cool that they, you know, went back there. And I have another picture here in case th- this is going to be an on YouTube and, you know, the audio version as well. So I'm kind of trying to describe some of these for the people who are listening. So the picture here is just a poster. Um, it says all for the music, I think, uh, with Muse uh, all together now. Yeah, all together for the music with Muse. So that was, I guess, one of the posters that they give out i guess um so gonna share some other ones sorry this takes a while to like post so uh, this one is from l um matt's wife i I think this is a really cute picture it's all the couples it's dom and his girlfriend stacy and then matt and l and chris and his wife I, i don't really know i forgot her name um she's i don't see her post as much but i think she's private is it like Christine or something like that? I don't remember. Um, but beautiful, beautiful couples. So I think it's really cute, this picture with all of them together. Um, so yeah, they all really like blondes. Huh? <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm going to bring out another picture. This is the one from, um, let's see, I think. Oh, okay. So let's look at the set list too. Okay. This was amazing. Um, this is from another fan. Um, Guillermina, she's another one that I talked to about the gig, so you're going to hear her exp- about her experience too. Um, but the set list, she has it right here. Um, it's Won't Stand Down. Oh my gosh. So they performed it. First performance of Won't Stand Down. Freaking awesome. Uh, Hysteria changed songs, so I don't know if they maybe didn't end up performing that one. Pressure. Oh my gosh, I love that one. Compliance. Ah! first performance of compliance live performance of compliance as well supermassive black hole assassin oh my gosh g-o-b edit um what's it grand omega bosses oh my gosh like i freaking love that song like oh assassin is one of my favorite songs that i need to hear live i think i've only seen it live once so i'm kind of oh yeah psycho awesome plug-in baby oh my gosh and bliss and knights of sedonia like what an amazing freaking set list so um yeah, and I'm going to share one more um, before... Well, I want to share some of the other stuff that was on Instagram. 
Roly Poly 94. I don't know if you guys can see right here. Yeah, he, he got a picture with Matt. Freaking awesome. Matt chatting with the fans. Chris, Dom. Oh my gosh, how amazing. Oh, that's so freaking cool. Like, I'm just trying to like get the feel of what it was like to be there for you guys and for me. So <laughs> since I wasn't there. So Hugo, hello. Hi, Hugo. Big nod. I like your artwork there and your profile picture like that um, origin of symmetry. That's so cool. Like, where'd you get that? Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm like so jealous of these fans. I got to go to the secret show. Um, Oprah, hey. Hey, what's up? Um, so let's share a couple other Instagram posts. Let's see. Okay, this is Germina. She's the one, uh, another one that I talked to. So you're going to hear her answers as well. So here's some of her pictures with Matt, Chris, Dom, outside the cavern. She's seen Muse quite a bit. You're going to find out <laughs> later. Um, so her uh, Muse autographs. Oops, I accidentally clicked that and then Exeter Cavern uh, they posted this a brilliant massive thank you to Muse for their brilliant show at the Cavern last night amazing to have them back on stage after a, a long time so sorry more of you couldn't come next time yeah come on Jim Beam sponsored it and this is for Muse themselves thanks Exeter Cavern for having us for the 33rd time so great to be starting the tour here where it all started okay awesome all right so let's get into what it was like to actually be at the show and again I interviewed um, just like via questions that I sent them Guillermina and Ben Higgins so we're gonna check out their answers I'm gonna post the their answers there on the screen so you can kind of like follow along um, but yeah I wanted to ask them just like you know not just for me because I, I want to know what it was like to be there but also for you guys uh, since you know a lot of us couldn't be there so First question, how long have you been a Muse fan? Just because I wanted to kind of have an idea of like, you know, how long they've been a, a fan. So Guillermina, she said, um, Guillermina, sorry, Guillermina. She's, I think she's from Spain as well. Um, I first knew about them running around 2003, 2004 because of a TV advert, which had Time is Running Out on. But I became a fan when Black Holes and Revelations came out. I was 14 to 15 at that time. So I've been a Muse fan for 14 to 15, for 15 to 16 years now. Ben Higgins, I've been a Muse fan since late 2004. A friend at so around the same time that I became a fan. So it's like we all became fans around the same time. Uh, a friend at school used to play their songs at break time and I thought it was quite cool. So I got tickets to see them at Earl's Court in December 2000 um oh behind that sorry 2004 i had tickets up in the gods at the back of the arena and was blown away by their performance okay question two how many times had you seen muse live before this show Guillermina, i've seen them live 37 times now whoa 36 before the exeter show i couldn't see them live when i was underage so when i turned 18 years old i was so excited to see them and could actually see them during the resistance tour in 2009 i've been trying to get money and try time to see them live since then i think it's my favorite thing in the world oh wow i thought i mean i've seen them 10 times 10 or no i think it's nine is it 10 i think i was counting another show as 10 i forgot i think i was counting the stage verse show <laughs> as 10 no i think i've seen them nine so yeah she beat me 37 times now well ben i've seen muse live 18 times okay so he beat me too <laughs> before the cavern show dang number three how did you find out about muse's secret show how far in advance did you find out when it was going to happen did you travel from out of town um i only found out 
like two days before we saw on the internet some rumor about Muse playing in Devon so I started talking to my friend Jose also a really big Muse fan and we started to search for a link where you could actually sign up I guess to draw competition to get tickets we both live in the same city Cordoba Spain so as soon as we knew we could go we went straight to the nearest airport <laughs> wow that's so cool that's the great thing about living in Europe like that's why I wish I lived there because I could just go to another country a lot quicker um, Ben I found out about the secret show by receiving an email from gigsandtours.com a ticket website on tuesday inviting me to enter a ballot to see muse on thursday the email said it would be a 45 minute performance for a promotional video that would be filmed somewhere in the southwest i entered the ballot immediately and then found out on wednesday afternoon that i had been successful in the email telling me I'd been successful, they explained that the gig would be at the Cavern in Exeter. I live in Bath and therefore had to drive about two hours to get to the show. Awesome. Number four, was the show free or did you buy tickets? If so, how'd you get tickets? Uh, Germinina, the show was free, but there was like a five pound donation for each ticket in case we won them. Ben, the show was technically free, but if you were successful in the ballot, then you paid a five pound donation to War Child. So that's pretty awesome. They, you know, Muse use this show to you know raise money for charities another reason to love muse like oh um let me just take a little break to just look at the comments real quick simon hutchins hi hope you're well hi thank you yes i am uh doing pretty well just with all this new exciting muse music and news and shows ah yes um simon i'm really hoping the guys open their gig at the isle of riot festival with wsd yeah i hope so too i don't know i kind of would like that song at the at the end I don't know. I, I, I'm, but if they want to open with it, it's fine. I mean, they're really excited about it, but I would kind of prefer that to leave that song at the end. That's just my opinion. Number five, moving on to the questions. Number five, how did the show start? Was there an opening act? Did Muse appear while another band was playing? Like, I just wasn't sure, like, how, you know, what happened. So that's why I was asking all these questions. Um, like, like, I didn't know if maybe like another band was playing and Muse just like popped up or something. So that's why. Um, Guerminina said, uh, the show started with Won't Stand Down, which is really exciting because we were dying to hear it live. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, there was no opening act and Muse appeared right before they were about to start playing. It was a ridiculously small venue. I didn't know it was this, that size. We were in second row and it felt absolutely unreal to have them so close. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's what I love about small venues. Like, and that's the bad thing about when a band gets really big and famous is like you're probably not going to see them play small venues anymore um, because the first Muse show I went to, I got to see them in a... It wasn't super small, but it was smaller um, in Arizona. And that was like great. And now you have to see them in like arenas and stadiums and you're far away. And it's like, okay, I'm happy for you that you're successful. But then it's kind of a bummer <laughs> that like... You can't get that close anymore, but that's why for Simulation Theory, I got the VIP and I got to be right in the front row with Matt literally right in front of me. And that was awesome. And it was worth it. So if you can pay VIP and be front row, yes, I, I recommend it. <laughs> um, but yeah, small venues, miss seeing Muse in those. Um, ben said um, there wasn't an opening act. Doors were due to open at 6 p.m. Although I think by the time they actually opened, it was more like 6.30 p.m. Yeah, I mean, concerts shows are always late <laughs> they, they always start late um as it was a promotion for jim beam we were offered free jim beam highballs when we entered then there was just a lot of waiting i can't remember what time news came on but i think it was about 8 30 p.m ish dang so like they waited for like two hours i guess you guys got pretty drunk by then <laughs> i'm just kidding um lots of time to socialize that's cool you know 
socialize with our amusers. Number six, what was it like seeing Muse perform on Stand Down for the live for the first time? I kind of forgot about compliance, sorry. <laughs> forgot to ask about that one. Uh, Nina won't stand down was definitely the best way to start the concert. The crowd went insane and pretty much all of us started headbanging to the tune, even more during the guitar parks. Com compliance was also a really nice surprise live. If I'm honest, I wasn't a big fan of the song when it came out, but I really liked it live. Yeah, I feel like, like I, I do like the song, but I feel like it's gonna it's gonna sound even cooler live. I can't wait to hear it live. And yeah, I just knew the, the head banging was gonna happen for Won't Stand Down. Like you can't not head bang listen to that song. So I'm su did you, I'm surprised there was like no moshing or something. All right, so Ben said it was amazing getting to see Won't Stand Down live for the first time. The crowd seemed to really get into it and the chorus and the riff sounded brilliant. I think I saw Matt smiling a few times during it and felt like he was enjoying hearing us all scream back the words to a new song. Oh, that's so cute. Yes, I'm sure Matt was like so happy um, to just be, well, I think all of them must be happy to finally be performing live and then you know, performing their new stuff. So I'm really happy for Muse and I'm happy for you guys, fans. I got to see them. Number seven, how long was the show? Germinina. Uh, the show was one hour long. It felt really shorter than that because we were having such a nice time. But to be honest, I don't think I could have handled well st staying for longer as it was a really tiring and sweaty one. <laughs> but really worth it. Yeah, small confined space. Yeah. Um, Ben it Ben said it was billed to be a 45 minute show. I reckon the main set was probably about 45 minutes and then they came on for a two song encore. So in the end, it was probably about an hour. Oh, what was the encore? Was it encore like nights and was it the last two songs on the set list? Number eight, any funny slash notable moments during the show that you would like to share? Uh, Guillermina said Matt kept doing really weird faces during some bits of the show. Also, whenever he talked or asked something, he could perfectly hear any silly thing the crowd would say because we were all so close. Also, at the end of the gig, he started to smash his guitar against the ceiling <laughs> and gave it to a fan after that. Oh, man, how lucky, lucky fan. We saw that fan after the concert and could touch and pick up the guitar. It was awesome. Wow. Uh, ben said there was one moment early on between the songs where Matt's guitar tech came on to say stage came on stage to swap guitars with Matt for the next song. Matt wasn't expecting it and said something like, oh, do I need this one? <laughs> and the guitar tech said yes. As it was a small venue, we could all hear this and found it pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I just laughed because, yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, after compliance, Matt said something like we were promised free Jim Beam for life if we played this that one right. I think we got away with it. <laughs> I think I'm paraphrasing slightly, but it was something like that. Aw. At one point between songs, Matt asked Chris when the last time they played The Cavern was. Before Chris could answer, someone in the crowd shouted, 1999! <laughs> and Matt said something like, that's some Wikimuse stuff right there. <laughs> Aw. Before the encore, the crowd started singing one more song, one more song. Dom came back onto stage and said, looks like we'll play one more song. <laughs> Everyone cheered and started singing solo Dom, solo Dom. <laughs> Dom found it really funny and laughed it off. Oh, that's awesome. I would love to see a Dom solo. Yes, I would totally be supporting and cheering along with that. Number nine. How was this show overall for you? What were your favorite songs they performed? Oh, misspelled that. Whoops, typo. Performed. Oh my gosh, I can't spell. There we go. Germinina said, if I'm honest, it's been one of the best I've been to for sure. I didn't think I could have 
a better time than the Shepherd's Bush or one or even La Segale, but I was completely wrong. Being able to see them in a venue among less than 200 people has been absolutely priceless. I think my favorite moment of the concert was when Assassin and Grand Omega Boss's edit was played. Oh, I'm so jealous. Ah! As well as the ending of the show, Stockholm Syndrome agitated. Oh, that was an encore. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love Stockholm. Oh my God. I would have died. I would have died. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. It was mental. Yes. Ben, uh, the show was incredible. Apparently, there were only about 150 of us there, and it felt surreal seeing Muse in such a small, intimate venue. It looked like the band were having quite a great time up there, too. I had quite a few favorite moments. If I had to pick one, it would probably be the encore. Stockholm Syndrome is one of my favorite songs. Yes. So anytime I see that live, it's pretty special. Mm -hmm, I agree. I love every time I hear that one. Um, and for them to go from that into a full version of Agitated was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I don't think I've heard Agitated live. The crowd seemed to really get into it at that point as well. There is more pushing and washing down the front in the encore. <laughs> I, I would have died. I'm not a mosher. I'm too short. Uh, Nights is another favorite of mine, so it's always special seeing that live. And in that small venue, it really nearly blew the roof off. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, and I love Bliss, so anytime they play that live, it's a treat. Yes, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Matt did something I'd not seen him do before for the intro as well. I think he was tremolo picking with reverb, whereas I'm used to seeing him pick the arpeggios. Ooh, okay. Hopefully we get to actually see that thanks to Jim Beam. Come on play it let us watch it um assassin grand omega boss's edit was great well i'm not necessarily as eager about seeing assassin live as a lot of Mew fans muse fans what ben why <laughs> seeing this version as it was recorded with the breakdown in the middle and matt scene during it felt like a cool moment oh yeah oh my gosh i would have loved that ah, i would have loved to see it hopefully we will uh finally getting to be the first people to see one sent down and compliance life was awesome matt played compliance on the guitar which was great and seemed to give it a heavier edge than the studio version Ooh, okay sorry i've named most of the set <laughs> that's okay ben that means you liked most of it i mean yeah of course it's hard it's really hard to pick like a favorite i totally understand I would not be able to pick one with that set list. No. Uh, number 10. What happened after the show? Was there an after party? Meet and greets? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, Guillermina, right after the gig ended, they stayed for five minutes or so at the stage to give drums, sticks, picks, set lists, etc. And they signed lots of stuff for us, too. It was so nice of them. Matt kept an eye on every one of us and made sure we all got what we wanted signed. Oh, that's so nice of them. Oh, my God. I could t even tell Matt from there that we went all the way from Spain to see them. He even shook hands with us. It was so nice of him. I'm forever grateful. Oh, Matt is he's so sweet. There was no after party or meet and greets, though, it, although it really felt like one. Oh, that's okay. You still seems like, how, yeah, that was a pretty great time to get all your stuff signed and talk to him. That's amazing. Um, so continuing with Germinina's answer. Uh, she said, after the show, we went to the hotel we were staying in but couldn't sleep at all. So we decided to have a walk. And when we got close to the venue again, Chris was there having a chat with some fans and, while smoking a pipe. So we approached him, talked to him for a bit, and took some pictures with him. He was so, so nice. I was extremely happy as he's my favorite member of the band. And normally, it's more difficult to see him after a show. So for me, that was like a dream come true. Oh. Then Matt appeared after a while, and we could do the same with him. But his car was waiting, so we spent less time with him. And... We met Dom before the gig in the morning. He came to the venue by himself to have a look. So we took the chance and asked him if he could sign some stuff and take pictures with us. Oh, they're all so nice. Oh my gosh. I, I, would, I hope I get to meet them one day. Oh, 
I still haven't had the chance, but I love hearing all the stories about how like awesome they are. They just seem like really nice. And I'm glad to hear that they actually are like nice and down to earth. Um, ben said, unfortunately, I had to he head home fairly quickly after the show. I've seen on Instagram that some lucky fans hung around outside the venue and got to meet them. Meet, meet the band on their way out though after the encore the band did stay on stage for a bit lots of fans in the front two rows had brought albums for the band to sign i wish i had thought to, to do that and the band were happy to stick around and do that for a while i was about three rows back and just missed out on shaking matt's hand oh that's okay you still got to see the show ben so that's freaking awesome um 11 last question anything else about this night that you would like to share uh guillermina i think the thing I like the most is that we could actually tell that they were so happy to be back on stage, enjoying playing with the crowd in front of them, chatting with fans. And it sounds a bit obvious, but I like that because it says I like that because it says a lot about the the band, about a band, one that still feels alive when playing for us and actually cares about their fans. Yes, we love Muse. Uh, ben, I think that's about it. It was an amazing experience. We had to lock our phones in a locked bag as the gig was being filmed for a gym beam promotion. And there was something quite cool about everyone being a totally immersed in the show without a mobile phone in sight. Might have been cool to get one pick that close to the band, though. At the end, I couldn't hear what Matt said, but my girlfriend thought that he said something like, this definitely won't be the last time we play the cavern. It would be cool if they do more small shows like that. Yes, I totally agree. I I think it, I would love for them to do like a small venue tour, but it would be so hard for all the fans to see them because, you know, they don't, the small venues don't fit as many people. So yeah, like it would be really hard to get tickets to those, but it would be amazing if you could, because I definitely would love to see Muse in a small venue again. So that's, that's it. That's all the questions I want to thank. Ben and Guillermina. I hope I pronounced your name right because according to the Instagram, that's what it looks like. Guillermina. Um, so thank you, Ben and Guillermina, for replying and answering my questions. I really appreciate it. You can follow them on Instagram at, I'm going to put it on this screen so you can actually like see it. Um, so you can follow them on Instagram. I'm going to post it right here. So on Instagram at Guillermina. And then um, get me Nina underscore and then Ben Higgins 73 if you want to follow them. Um, I think that's about it. So, yeah, I just wanted to share you guys, share with you guys um, just some fan experiences of those who are actually at the show because a lot of us wish we could be there. <laughs> um, but now I think the next show that they're doing is the one in London, two nights in May. So wish I could be there because I love London especially, but can't. Dang it. Um, but thank you so much for uh, watching live if you are and for commenting if you commented. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're just listening on, you know, on the audio version. Also, one last announcement um, in case you haven't heard. I am looking for co-hosts like guests guest co-hosts for future episodes if so if you're comfortable being on camera um and you want to be like a guest co-host with me on an episode of musecast that would be awesome because i don't like doing this only by myself i like having someone to talk to about muse so we can all like you know geek out together um but yeah you have to be comfortable on camera so if you are interested in being a guest co-host on an episode um you can email me i'm just gonna write it on here why not um 
well, you can email uh, at wait, G- musecastpod at gmail.com. That's my email. There we go. Musecastpod at gmail.com. Just send a one minute video, basically just talking about what you think of Won't Stand Down, compliance, or just anything. Just introduce yourself. Hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. Talk for a minute about what you think about compliance or Won't Stand Down and then send it to me here and that'll be your little audition to see if you can be a guest co-host on a future episode because it'd be cool to have other Muse fans on here not just me all right (laughs) I like having other people so yeah thank you so much for watching for listening and again thank you to Ben and Germinina for sharing your experiences it really like helped just kind of have an idea of what it was like to be there for those of us who couldn't and hopefully Jim Beam will put this out somehow and or muse one of them <laughs> so we can actually watch it especially the live performance of won't stand down and compliance because i want to hear those live all right thank you so much for watching again i'm your host Andres lucia and i will see you next time on a future episode of musecast bye